Welcome to the Well-Bred Rapids Message of the Week. We hope you are encouraged, strengthened, and experience the presence of God through this message by Max Johnson. Thanks. Aren't you guys... I love this stand-up sit-down. We'll see if we go there. Um, I'm going to help... Uh, organize our testimony part. Did we announce we're doing testimonies this morning? I wasn't in here before. No, we're going to testify. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk for a couple minutes to give you guys some time. I've already spoken with a few of you. So if I've spoken with you, you will be the forerunners, the starter-uppers of our morning. Um, but I'm going to talk a little bit to give everybody else a minute to just think about if there's a, a recent testimony that you might want to share to give Jesus glory. And uh, what I'm going to share also, I hope will encourage us and give us something to attach our faith to. So I think sometimes we can think of, um, sometimes I can think of testimony. You know, we do these like every three or four months, I think, historically. I'm looking for somebody to not. It feels like it's, maybe it's every six, I don't really know. But um, they're not filler services. They're not, uh, you know, just because there's nothing else to do. They, they're actually, I'm going to show us from the word they actually reproduce themselves and create an environment for the miracles of God, the testimonies of Jesus, to continue to replicate themselves in our midst. So if um, Acts 2, if you have a Bible, or I don't know how easy it is for you guys to put it up there, but it's Acts 2, verse 5. While I'm talking, if, if I've talked to you, you guys can come over and just line up down here please, uh, as far as the testifiers. And then if you have something that you want to share with the family, a testimony that comes to mind, just come on and jump in line and we'll see how many we get through this morning. Acts 2 verse 5 says, Now there were Jews in, living in Jerusalem, devout and God-fearing men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound was heard, a crowd gathered, and they were bewildered because each one was hearing those in the upper room speaking in his own language or dialect. They were completely astonished, saying, Look, are not all of these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears in our own language or native dialect? Among us there are Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and people of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia Minor, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the districts of Libya around Cyrene, and the visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Gentile converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we all hear them speaking in our native tongues about the mighty works of God. We all hear them speaking in our native tongues about the mighty works of God. So this is in Acts where the Holy Spirit is actually poured out on the church in mass for the first time. And the signs that came were a rushing wind, a noise that gathered the city to this location. Tongues, visible tongues of fire appeared on their heads. And these people started to speak not in the tongues of angels, but in, in unknown tongues in natural languages. And what they started saying were the wondrous works of God. I think that's intentional. It was an act of the Holy Spirit to actually give them the ability. I believe they are, they are in Roman and whatever the Elamites speak, whatever these nations are, they're actually testifying God parted the Red Sea. 
God raised the dead. They're declaring these works of God of old. And I believe it actually paves a way for the church to begin to experience what God had done and what he wanted to do in the future. I don't know if anybody else has picked up on the theme this morning, but it's declare and testify. It's that we, the pen in our mouth, we actually speak forth the will of God and he starts to write the story. And that's what we're doing this morning when we testify. And there's no one lined up. So I, I wanted to share that. I wanted to share it that we could actually attach our faith because this, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And as we share and give glory to God for what he's done in our life, I actually believe it's releasing a grace for him to do this stuff all over the city. So Corey, why don't you get us going? You can hop up here. Clap for Corey. Corey's amazing. So what, what was the problem? So um, my little brother and his wife were expecting they were due in February. Um, they found in one of the checkups that the baby had a brain aneurysm, a very rare brain aneurysm at that. And so um, they brought the baby to, or they all went to the University of Michigan to meet with some doctors and things like that. Well, the day that they were there, um, I actually met you, I think, for maybe for the first time that night at a small group. Um, and we, I just asked, you know, for, for, for prayer. And um, that baby was actually, around that time, went into labor naturally. Um, and so they ended up doing a C-section. The baby was delivered a uh, healthy baby boy. Um, yes, uh, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, they still, they're going to, they're going to be waiting to do um, the surgery until he's like six to ten months. But um, he, within just a few short days, he's off the ventilator. He's off of the tube feeding. He's eating on his own. He's, he's looking like a healthy baby boy, and I truly believe that what happened that night set, set that in motion. I, I believe it. So. Wow. Wow. Jesus, dude. We, sh we shared the testimony of Rose's grandchild is what happened that night. We testified. This is, we've seen Jesus do stuff. Yeah. And not just us, a lot of people prayed. You know, their whole family's praying. And what a privilege to see Jesus win over and over and over again. Come on up. What was wrong? Uh, so this is about a year ago to the date. Um, you want me to hold that? Nope. Okay. So, <laughs> year ago to the date, uh, I couldn't, I was fighting chest congestion for about three weeks, and uh, I couldn't take a deep breath. Uh, if I tried taking a deep breath, it was a cough that would come. Um, and at the end of that, the, well, towards the end of January, I was supposed to go on vacation. I was like, I'm not going to go on vacation feeling like this. So it was Sunday morning. I wake up. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get up, but I'm not going to church today. And... Um, well, I'll take a shower, but I'm just going to stay home, you know, and I'm like, well, got done with a shower. I'm like, I'll get dressed, but I'm just staying home and got dressed and I'm like, well, I'll just get in the truck, but I'm just going to stay home. 
and I'm driving. I'm there's, like, a, there's a pattern to yes, the story. Yes, it's just, I'm driving, and I'm like, I'm just going to turn around and go back home. You know, I just don't feel good. But I get here, I'm in the parking lot, and I'm like, I'm just going to go back home. But I hear, I hear praise and worship starting, and I'm like, I got to go in. So I go in. I go in, and I'm sitting there in praise and worship, but just um, not feeling the greatest. And I think it was towards the middle to the end of praise and worship, and uh, Pastor Matthew gets up and he just says, I need to pray for people that can't breathe, chest, I mean, he called out chest congestion. And I raised my hand, and you prayed, and instantly I could take a deep breath, coughing was gone, and the relief was amazing. And um, yeah, so I was able to go on vacation and fly and all that fun stuff, so and the, here's the goofy thing, is that same day, someone wrote us a bad Google review because of you stepping out and following the Lord, and I was healed. Amen. Does anybody here have issue breathing or chest congestion? Anybody? No, but I mean, even if there's people watching. Okay. Father God, we just pray for that same healing. Do it again. Clean those lungs. Clear them. Free breath. Free ease of uh, breathing and, and just healing. Father God, we just thank you. And if anybody's watching, Father God, we just pray for that healing to flow through the lens of the camera. Father God, we just thank you for your wonderful miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Great. How are you? It's like my favorite thing in the world. So it's the funnest. Yes. Most fun. All right. So oh, that was loud. Sorry. I'm kind of excited. Um, I don't know if anybody else has felt this during the entire. Where do you want me? Okay. During the entire pandemic, what the world calls a pandemic, I've never felt the presence of the Lord as strongly as I felt in the entire 20-some years I've been walking with the Lord. And I've seen miracle after miracle after miracle in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. So the one testimony that comes to mind that I want to share is um, debt-free. I became debt-free at the end of 2020. Wow. Uh, So, it, despite a pandemic and all this financial crap going on, God will give you strategies, he'll give you ideas to pay off your debt, cars, credit cards, yeah. And I, that's right, I don't care what obstacle you have, I don't care if you're a single parent, if you're a business owner, if any, any crutch you want to put on it, God will do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Lord, I just thank you that you give strategies and you give ideas in the name of Jesus. And I just pray for a releasing of the strategy of heaven over every person in this place, over everyone watching, live stream, or listening in the future. I just pray for an unlocking, a supernatural unlocking, that the storehouses of heaven would just be flung wide and it would just rush out like a flood and that debts would be canceled, they would be paid off, 
and that supernatural increase would come in the middle of a pandemic so that everybody has to open their eyes and say, wow, that was God. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. <laughs> Somebody else should come up here. <clears throat> What could we do if our church was debt-free? I'm talking the building, but I'm talking families, debt-free. My family, my wife and I have seen two mortgages paid off and we're 30-something. He'll do it again. Huh? I'm out of it. (laughs) Jesus, thank you. Thank you for Jubilee. And God, I pray for a grace of, uh, for Jubilee to be released over this house of debts forgiven, that you would multiply our impact in this city for your gospel, that thousands would be saved as a result of the freedom that you're bringing to families this year. God, I thank you for that wisdom and that strategy, but I also thank you for what only you can do. I thank you for the more than we can ask or imagine In Jesus' name, amen. Do you want me to hold it? Okay. So I've had a lot of testimonies this year, but one that I haven't really talked about is being saved, baptism, which is, you know, not fair. It's a big one. Um, it's, uh, It's so big I can't really explain a lot of it. So Max today asked me if I wanted to share. I didn't know today was testimony day. Um, I wrote this after he asked me if I had a testimony. Um, It's called August Waters. I used to be a lost kid. I used to think I was a lost kid. I've never been lost to him. He just let me take the long way home. Emerging from that water August 30th shifted something in my life I had no idea I had the capacity or strength for. And before that day, I wouldn't have had it. Through him, I'm healed. Through him, I'm forgiven. Through him, I'm saved. Sean and his wife Meg have an unusual uh, grace happening in their home right now. It's for their, they're leading an art night small group. And I, I would not consider myself creative in that capacity. And I got whacked sitting in their basement with the presence and the goodness of God. And I just encourage, I mean, don't all of you go because it's, you won't fit. <laughs> but some of you can go. <laughs> what's up what happened so a little frame of reference um june 21st 2020 um we sang here in worship about the dead man walking out of the grave and 
I had a moment with Jesus and said, it's time for me to let the dead man stay in the grave and time for me to walk out. Um, and this morning, uh, you guys, uh, first I had, I've been, um, I had revelation. Renee is, Renee is um, in fire start. She's my wife. And we are working on starting our family. And t- this morning I received revelation in that. So Pastor Kathy, your word, I received that. But I also received uh, Matthew, my heart. I have a um, aortic valve deficiency. Um, what that means is the valve, uh, basically there's fluid that goes from your heart to your brain, and mine leaks because just it's deficient, so I, I can get lightheaded very easily. So I have been feeling, since you said those words about the valve, getting a new valve and getting, um, you, you prayed for the arteries around the heart, I've been feeling my heart like much stronger pounding, so I, I believe that that is the word of God. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Can you test it out? Can you like... Unfortunately, it's kind of... Stand up really fast or something? Yeah, like, I'd have to go, I'd have to go probably run a marathon to go really get it going, but... Um, you got the room. Yeah, so I, I'll have the report back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yay. Okay, I've had a lot of testimonies, too, in 2020, so praise God. Um, so in August I, of last year, I was presented with to move in um, with my roommate. Well, she's Sydney Murphy, um, but <laughs> I love you, too. Um, but I was terrified. I w- I've watched so many people have amazing testimonies. And I was like, I was a paraprofessional, had an amazing job. And I was completing my master's degree in teaching. I was terrified um, to see what God could do and would he faithfully provide. I was getting probably like $500 per two weeks. And I was like, Lord, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to say yes to this incredible journey. And so it's very uncommon I was coming to this point of student teaching, and I'm like, Lord, we're in a pandemic. How am I going to student teach unpaid? And I got on Indeed, and there was a job through William C. Abney, and I applied for it in faith. There was a couple other ones I got turned down by that time. I was so disappointed. I'm like, Lord, what are we doing here? And so it was a Zoom interview. They called me that day, and I got the job that day. And... So not only am I, had I student teach while getting paid, but God has faithfully provided every single day for my um, townhome every month, and it's just so cool. So now I finished my master's degree last week, Wednesday. <laughs> um, and I just, I've seen, like, so too, I forgot to add, that um, my old job loved them, but they were all like, why are you going to this place? What are you doing? And they were so adverse. They told me that this was a bad school, that I would never fit in. And like, this job has been such a miracle to grow me and my faith and to these kids. I love them. And it's just everything, like God had to plan in a journey and all I had to do was say yes. And so I'm just so excited. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. You have your master's degree. Brianna's single too, guys, so. I'm 
You're not? What? Congrats. I feel like there's a story I need to hear about now. You can come back up. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Come on up. <laughs> Um, short story long, <laughs> I, <laughs> this kind of stuff makes me nervous, fear is one of those things of shame we have to shatter, I'm facing it, um, I have, for a long time, I've always been faithful, I've always had a very strong faith in God and trust in Him, I've seen miracles, um, for a long time, I hadn't been happy, comfortable in the church I was in. Talked to my sister-in-law. Can I come to church with you sometime? Of course, anytime. Um, talked to my sister one day. Hey, I'm going to church with Evan and Eli. Can I come? Yeah, come on. Was here. From that day, that very first day I came here, it's just been so right. So good. It's everything. I'm sorry. Um, I have been praying for my children. They're all adults. They're all grown. For them to come back to God. To, for them to feel the love of God in the presence and the, the comfort. Thank you the comfort that God has for all of us. And um, my youngest, I, I came here for a healing night praying for um, depression and anxiety for myself. Pardon me. <laughs> I went home that, <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have a condition in our family, our bladder is too close to our eyes. Um, <laughs> I said that to somebody one time, and they actually, really? Can that happen? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I went home that night from the, uh, the healing service. Seriously, I felt fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Felt absolutely fantastic. My son lives with us, and he's like, what's, what's wrong with you? What do they put in the Kool-Aid, you know? Can I want some of that. I want some of that. I'm like, you can have it, honey. You can have it. And he has said to me, since then, he has said to me, he's like, I feel like I'm so close. He's really struggling with depression. It's so, his anxiety is so, so bad. And since then, he said to me, he's like, Mom, I, I just feel like I'm like right on, on the almost, I don't know if breakthrough is the right word, but I feel like I'm at a breakthrough. And I said, honey, breakthrough is the right word. You are there. You are there. Just keep going. Keep going. He texted me the other day. He's like, mom, I know God is real. This is silly, but I know God is real. I'm all, why? Because I wanted to leave work early and the power went out, so I'm going home. I'm like, <laughs> but he's coming back. He's coming back. Thank you, God. How do you see Jesus differently than six months ago? I just, I don't know if I necessarily, I just feel him more. I just feel him more. You know, I know, 
I've always known he was there, always just known, but I just, I feel it. I just feel it, you know? I just feel it. Wow, I love you. Yeah, thank Jesus. Jesus is awesome. Keep rolling. Many thanks. What's your name? Maya. Hi, Maya. Hello. I'm Max. Right <laughs> okay. So I, I feel like I should start by how, why we're here today because this is my first time here. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So, we really felt like the Lord said to not go to church for a while, which we're like, wow, that breaks every religious thinking we've ever had. So we stayed home for a while, and then one day the Lord was um, talking to me about what we should do that night, and he said to go over to Ron and Carrie Lee Harkin's house. And we go to their house, and they said that they've been going to the Well Church, and we're like, oh yeah, we know some people that go there. So we're like, praise God, we're glad that you're there. And then they were just kind of, you know, inviting us to come, and so... I just felt like at that time, maybe it wasn't right. But then as the next week went on, the Lord was like, I want you in a church. So I was like, okay. So um, I said, where? And the Lord said, I want you to go to the well. So then this was just this last week. And we just really felt like a strong piece about coming here. So then we come and I get to the door right there. And Laura Simpson was there. And she's a very good friend of mine from the International School of Ministry at Res Life in Granville. So um, I just, as soon as I hugged her, I started to cry because I was like, this is where we're supposed to be. And so I'm just, God is so good. And then um, I have a lot to share, but I'll make it quick. But um, so praise God that we're here. And then we went without a, we went without a car for like six years. And the Lord said, I want you to fast. So he put us on this supernatural 40-day fast where we did a Daniel fast. And through, during the fast, the Lord said, um, I was talking to my dad on the phone, and he was going to offer us to lend us his car. And I said, inside my spirit, I felt the Lord say no. And I said, I don't know why, Dad, but God has something better for us. So I don't need your car. And this was before. And... Then another time I had to renew my driver's license and I said, God, this is so silly. I'm renewing my driver's license and praise God, we have a car. (laughs) And so at the day that my parents left to go out of town that we would have had the car, the next day was the 40th day. And the day after that, we came, we were at the grocery store. I got a text message from someone I don't know. And they said, we left something in your driveway and we put an envelope in your mailbox. We get home, we took the bus home, and there's an envelope in the mailbox that said, your van, on the first day after our 40-day fast. And we go over, I just started breakdown crying, I just said, God loves us so much that he gave us a van. You got the envelope and the van. (laughs) We go, we... We go over to the van. It's a beautiful van with no blemishes on it. It's not just any van. It's the best van that you can buy. It has the keys in the little side thing in the door. Um, 
the title was sitting there with it whited out so we could put our name in it, go to the Secretary of State and pay whatever you know money we had to pay to get it all hooked up and stuff. So we did all that and it was about a week later we started driving for the first time in like six years. Amen. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you want me to share more? What you got? Okay. I want to keep room for these guys. Okay. Um, I'll just share them real quick, but that was a big one for us. Um, we were praying for supernatural bills to be paid off. Our electricity bill was reduced one month by $10. Um, we had, we're driving down the road, um, the tire went flat, and we said, praise God, the tire's filled. We got out of the van, looked at the tire, it was filled, got back in the van, and kept driving. I, I quit my job, and I started making seven times what I was making before. And that was right when COVID started. Um, our cell phone bill was $10 cheaper one month that God did. God healed me of egg allergies and dairy allergies. He's told me to go and sell caramel corn door to door. And he told me to give all the money away to the name of Jesus. And so I would go to the door and I'd say, would you like to buy a bag, of G a bag of caramel corn? The proceeds go toward the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And every single door that I opened and I knocked on, people bought caramel corn and I was able to sow more money into wow. the kingdom. Come so. on. That's amazing. Thank you. Caramel corn. Can you smell caramel corn right now? Couple more, couple more. You got one minute and 10 seconds. Awesome. Um, so I lived in Washington State for almost two years. And in that time, um, the intercession for my siblings and my parents began to just like ache so deeply. Um, like I began to just feel fire for them and just believe that like salvation was gonna pour over their lives. So I make the decision to come back home to Michigan, and I'm driving through South Dakota, Montana, I don't know where it was, but it was intense. The Holy Spirit began to like just wreck me in the intercession, and I was in the side of the mountains praying for them. So let's fast forward to January 8th of this year. Um, my stepsister um, gave birth to twins, Kinsley and Kimberly, um, born at one pound. It, it's been a very intense journey. Um, they lost Kinsley. She's in heaven. Um, and Kimber, I just got news. I called my sister yesterday. Um, Kimber's doing the best she has done since she was born. Um, she, a week ago, she was on a video call with my family and I. And she was 100% dependable on the ventilator. Um, and she was having some reactions. And it, it wasn't looking good. Um, my sister is on the video. She said, I'm not losing this baby. She is mine. She will be healed. And she doesn't really know much about faith. I, I don't know where she's at with that. Um, and then I talked to her yesterday, and she's just like, Kimber's in the best condition she's ever been. And she's maybe 40 or 50% dependable on the ventilator. Her breathing's amazing. And everything has changed. Um, so praise God. Why don't, we, why don't we pray for Kimber? If you guys would just stretch your hands. How old is Kimber? Um, Kimber's only a couple weeks. Okay, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for Kimber's life. God, we thank you that you've knit her together in her mother's womb, and we speak life over you right now in Jesus' name. We rebuke death. 
And God, I thank you for full restoration, full uh, mobility and ability of life, that she would go from glory to glory and strength to strength as a witness to your power and your love, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. We'll do one, two more. <clears throat> Hi, what's your name? Priscilla? Yeah. Mac. Okay, my story starts in, or this testimony starts in this month of 2015. The leader of our organization had left, and so I had thought, oh, for sure, I'm going to apply and I'm going to get it. Um, the Lord had other plans. Um, so I was pretty disappointed. And then at the end of 2015, um, I have a blended family. My husband and I uh, were expecting our first child together. And then fast forward to February of 2016, we found out that we were having twins um, at 22 weeks. So we were a little stunned and just trying to figure out how we were going to get through this. And then the, the person that they had hired for the director role was very family-oriented and it allowed me to work part-time from home and part-time at the organization. So it allowed me to spend as much time as I needed. The Lord allowed me to spend as much time I needed with my twins. And then um, during that time, there was a lot of lashback from my coworkers that how come I get to do all these things and they weren't really honoring or respecting. There was no maternity leave policy in place. Um, then flash forward, my, the boss at the time had left or was resigning and I applied for the position and I got it, and the coworkers were pretty upset, and they had come to me at intermittent times and said, hey, now that you have access to all of our files, you're gonna see some things that um, we no longer feel that way, but you're, you might be upset. So I just put it aside and didn't think about it, and then one day I was just sitting there, and I was looking through the files, and there was a bunch of reports, and they basically they were um, dialoguing every single, all my moves, and they had put it in a report, and the boss at the time submitted it to an HR, our HR consult lawyer, and the lawyer sent an email back and said um, that I had grounds to sue everybody at that company, and that um, if, if she were him, um, she would make everybody shut their mouths. Um, so what happened? So the point is that I had been praying, you know, to have a child first and then, well, praying for the position, didn't get it, praying to have a child, got two, two little girls, and then praying to spend time with them and be home with them. Um, and I was so embarrassed that I wanted all these things on my time and God opens doors on his time. Um, of course, I inhabited this organization with $90,000 in debt and I turned it around in the first quarter. And so, um, the, the year of COVID, or so that year was just a test, and then we flash forward to the year of COVID, and we were up 1,600 more than I had projected, and that's glory of God. And then, um, like your testimony, um, I had been struggling with student loan debt for 12 years, and I paid off $31,807 last year. Come on, yes, yay. Jesus. So. All right, so my name is Barry Dykstra. Um, uh, I work with an organization called Youth for Christ, and so I get to work with high school students in Byron Center. Um, so 2020 was 
and even coming up to it was really frustrating. Um, most of our contact work and just like, I mean, we're pursuing kids that don't know Jesus. We're going to the lunchroom. We're going where they're at. And then all of a sudden, 2020 hits, and there's no gatherings. And I'm not allowed to go into school. And uh, so it was, it was definitely frustrating. Um, but one thing that God has done in 2020, um, so he provided a way for me to continue being an assistant football coach with Byron Center. And uh, one of, the, one of the boys that I knew was a Christian, I approached him and I said, hey, I would love to get some, a group of guys together on the Word of God. And I know that you know Jesus, but would you be willing to set this up? And so long story short, he sets this group up. It actually takes a long time for it to get going because of a lot of different things, because COVID and all these things. But he kept texting and saying, no, Barry, like, we're not being flaky. I promise I have guys that want to do this. They're hungry. They want to grow. And I'm like... I'm trusting, I'm trusting that, and trusting that these are all just works of the enemy to get us from meeting. Um, I know that and believe that now. We've been meeting for 13 weeks. We've been going through John, nothing crazy, just, we just read the word, they read it beforehand, and God has been just flooring these kids' lives. Um, so these are, these boys specifically are all seniors, um, but I'm beginning to cast a vision for them of this is so much bigger than them, and it's, and it's about their friends, it's about their lost friends, and these guys on their own have started, they pray every single morning before school, and like these are like, I mean, they're, half of them are jocks, I mean, it's just weird, um, <laughs> but, but they've made it a normal thing, they have a group chat, um, they are praying for each other, they're doing devotionals together, um, and I got, I got a call last week, Sunday, from one of the, one of the students, and he said, Barry, I got something to tell you. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, I'm really nervous. I'm like, well, what's going on? He's like, well, you know how I said that I wanted to like start reading the Bible with one of my friends? And I was like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I talked to him. And he kind of just like, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then he called me later and was like, wait, are you serious? Like, you want to read the Bible? And, and he's like, yeah, let's meet up and read the Bible. And so two of the guys from the group are now meeting weekly with their lost friend, reading the word with him. And yeah, I mean, I... I, I mean, every time I see him, I just tell him how proud I am of him because I'm like, I mean, I have people my age who have never done that with a, anybody, even, a, even another believer, right? And, uh, but on top of that, one of the, one of the, other, one of the other students um, has begun to catch this vision of like, we need to get more people involved. In the last two weeks now, he, um, a connection that he has with a girl, um, they've been talking about this group so much. I mean, these guys are consistent. They're eating the word up. And they've been talking about this group so much that these girls started talking and they're like, we want this. Like, we want to grow in the word. We want to have people pouring into our lives. And he started talking to this girl, and I was like, well, we can make that happen. So now we have a, gr a group of probably around 10 or so uh, juniors and seniors, girls meeting up with my wife and a few of our other leaders, getting into the word of God, growing. But as this has been just, I mean, the last few weeks been kind of blowing up, I just really feel that, and with this whole election thing, um, that God has a a pouring out that he wants to do in our young people. Um, and it's, that, it's the next generation uh, that is the future of our church. It's the future of our country. And we need to pour into them and we need to expect that the word of God will take root and that it'll go and bear fruit in, what we, in the same thing that we're seeing here. So, yeah. I pray.
Well, Father God, uh, we just, we lift up to you, um, specifically this upcoming generation. Um, Jesus, um, they need you desperately. Um, we need you desperately, but God, we know and we see the way in which the enemy has come against this young generation and the way that it seeks to tear them down. But Lord, we stand against that. We stand in your promises and in your word, believing that you will bring fruit, you will bring life, that you will bring a, a generation that is seeking your face first, Jesus. We release this over this generation. And we say, Lord, let it be. Let it be, Jesus. In the name we pray, amen. Wow. Come on, give him another hand clap. Is Megan with you? Where are you at? She's where? Oh, the TV is on in there, I'm sure. So, Megan, um, I had a word word for you. It's actually a dream, um, and. Uh, I'll just say the dream. I won't even try to interpret it, even though I want to. Okay, so in the dream, <laughs> you were there, and uh, we were in a, like a, a kitchen, and we were just chit-chatting. And I looked over at you, and I said, hey, Megan, I said, God wants to make you famous. And you said, really? He wants to make me famous? And I said, yeah, he does. And I said, he wants to make you famous only because he wants to be famous. And it reminded me of the fact that I said to the Lord, I said, God, would you make me famous so I can make you famous? So um, I don't, the, the other thing is you said to me, you said, how is he going to do that? And I said, all I know is that he's saying it's going to be in a different way than what you think. And so I'm just going to leave it with that. Um, but God's going to um, ex like lift you up in this season that you are in. And now that I've heard um, even your husband standing up, I really believe there's a move of discipleship that's coming. Because just like the word of the Lord that came forth, guys, we are preparing for harvest. And I believe that we are going to be disciplers of disciples. And that's what we need to be doing in Jesus' name. Amen. And so I'm so encouraged, Barry, by your testimony because that is how this church started with a bunch of young people who didn't know where they were going, didn't know what they wanted to do in life. And just some of them barely knew Jesus. And then they came to really know Jesus. And then they began to have their destiny and their identity established. That is the foundation of the kingdom of God. And it can't stop with us, it has to continue to go, amen? Can we give God praise? Just some reminders, um, we have Kingdom Business Network uh, this Wednesday at 11.30. It's a powerful time to connect with business leaders and that's via Zoom. If you wanna be a part of that, you're a business leader or owner, then go ahead and go to the bridge and they'll show you how you can uh, sign up and be a part of that. It is very powerful. We have a time, a, a short time of teaching, but then we have uh, breakout rooms this time where we're gonna be able to pray for each other and God shows up with words of knowledge, words of wisdom, it's awesome. Um, refresh night of worship, um, that reminder is the first Friday of every month starting at 6.30. It is an incredible time to just soak, be in the presence of God, hear his voice, and if you need healing, you can sign up for healing, and then we have people that are back in the prayer room to heal for you. So let's go ahead, ministry team, if you would come on up. 
I want to encourage people that if you need ministry for anything, um, to come up and get, get prayer. And also, if you're sitting here and God is stirring you, and maybe you don't know Jesus, or maybe you know about him or thought you knew him, but just want to have a deeper relationship, I want to encourage you to come forward and uh, have one of these guys pray for you and gals and uh, really commit your life to Jesus wholeheartedly because there's no better time to do it than today. Amen. Go ahead, stand to your feet. Father, I just thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for the testimonies. It means that you're going to do it again. We're so encouraged by you. We're so grateful for you. And may this experience not just be an experience, but maybe it be something that propels us to tomorrow. And then tomorrow we'll have even more that you have prepared for us. So we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Member Tuesday at 6.30. Prayer. Hey, everybody, this is her birthday on Tuesday also. For those of you that don't know, this is my mom. Yes, she's beautiful, and it is shocking, I know. But hey, get her a birthday gift, I'm telling you. She likes Woodhouse Spa. Please get her a gift card to Woodhouse Spa. She needs a massage for the rest of the year, uh, and uh, it will be greatly appreciated. Also, if you would, after service, go up and give her a prophetic word, bless her, give her money, whatever you want to do. Give her a car. I don't care. Whatever. Just keep it light. Keep it real. And uh, yeah, let's bless her for her birthday this coming Tuesday. All right? Have a great week. Thanks for listening. We hope you were impacted by this message. For more information about The Well Grand Rapids, please visit our website at www.thewellgr.com.